This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... It's just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna know how to act, man. One Nikola Tesla when you need him. <laughs> you know who it is. It's your boy, and my co-host, Mikhail, in the building. And we got a special guest, Mike C. Mike C, what's poppin'? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Right, Peace and good. positive energy. This is uh, Dropping Jewels Podcast, and we back for another episode. So last episode we had, we was talking about your ultimate goal. And, you know, as I was thinking, I was like, man, man, I, you know, I kept thinking about my ultimate goal. And then some thoughts came to my mind, like, what would prevent me from getting to my ultimate goal? So, you know, the first thought that came to my mind is just how society is and how the culture is. And... You know, all these influences, these negative influence. So I think what we want to talk about today is false prophets, fake teachers, and Kanye West. <laughs> Damn, shit just got deep. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my God. So what y'all thinking on first thoughts? Go ahead, Mike C. Go oh, ahead. Man, Bless the man, mic, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you just threw a bunch at me, man. Um <laughs> Well, first, you know, just with false teachings, I think we live in a, a, a society that is no longer organic. Right. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of different, uh, you know, just false elements out there, uh, beginning with understanding that, you know, the way people process and digest information, you know, um, you had two, in my opinion, you had two different types of digestive systems, one in your stomach and then one uh -oh, in your man, mind. All the metaphysical, all <laughs> going down to the body, two different digestive. Come on, break it down, brother. One in your stomach, one in your mind, and it's all about, you know, just like when you eat food, you know, your body absorb it and, you know, distribute the nutrients and then get rid of the waste. And right. I think the same thing mentally. You know, we see things and a lot of times people don't know how to digest it and get rid of the waste. So I think that allows, you know, false teachings able to, you know, penetrate and people's mind absorb it and they don't know what to get rid of. And then therefore they, you know, put, you know, put these people on pedestals and allow them to be able to, you know, distribute these false teachings. But to your point, because you said some, they don't know how to get rid of it through your digestive. So right. What if somebody been eating fast food all their life? Right, right. How are they going to know the food that's nutrient to, for their body? Like, how right. would they know? Like, if you've been raised, like, listening to false teaching, mm -hmm. or you led by a false prophet, mm -hmm. how will you be able to discern what's good for you? Wow. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's why we in the point where we are today in society. Because that's the thing. A lot of people don't know how. I mean, you really have to have, like... An awakening. You have to reach a point, and just like even on my physical weight loss journey, I was at the point. I'm in the doctor's office. He's like, "Look, you know, if you don't change up your eating habits, you're gonna have high blood pressure and diabetes." Mm. So I think mentally, people have to have these just uh, not life changing experiences, but these wake up calls. And, right. You, know, you gotta, you know, be enlightened at some point. You know, at some point. But you know what? Uh, false. False prophets and fake teaching, man, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Right, yeah, that's right. true. You know, uh, power, man, it's an egotistical thing, man. And you got to think about it like 
it's a lot of people out here that was kings that falsified that they was gods, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's true. You know, they could deem somebody deaf, man, just because they felt like they was gods, man. So I'm hearing a little bit of ego in what you're saying. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's more of a uh, out wanting to have that absolute power instead of that relative power. You know what I mean? Right, the right. control. Look at me. Ooh, I'm this man who can do all this kind of chaotic thing, but at the same time, I can save you. You know what I mean? I mean, and then sometimes, you know, some people use it to their advantage, just like people use religion to their advantage. You know, you got you had Pastor Jim Jones. He had people on the porch <laughs> going over the south. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I think that, you know, within the context of, of American culture, because history is definitely an important part. You have to understand at least layers of history because right, right. it repeats itself. Yeah, exactly. And um reason why I mentioned Kanye Wilson is because originally I was not gonna bring Kanye into this, but we was listening to his interview and he was saying he was hitting on to a lot of points that we all in society fall up under. So, so how do you So you gonna pull this band-aid off this uh <laughs> scar you gonna <laughs> now people gonna be upset with the podcast. Well man. you know what you know what I think that that's the problem. People hear sound bites. Right. And right. when I, I yeah. when I first seen the uh, Kanye West interview, I only seen the sn snippet of it. I'm yeah. like, man, this dude losing it. <laughs> like, what the hell yeah. is Kanye talking about now? Right. I'm right. on opioids and I had lipo. <laughs> he done had liposurgery. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, he just man. like his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, let's be... So, but as I saw the whole interview, uh, I understood at least what he's trying to say. So, Kanye is too smart for his own good. Like, right. he don't know how to filter his thoughts, right? right? right. It comes to his mind and yeah. he just says it. Like, we... Like, it filters down, okay, I should say it yeah, this, this way. Right, right. He just says it. Yeah. So, you have to be able to discern what he really trying to say. And the, the part that he mentioned about slavery, now, I don't agree with that part. But moving forward, some of the things he's talking about, violence and, and how we have an uproar when a black man is shot, I agree with him. But he was he's wrong, though, in a part when he said that black people don't protest. We do protest when violence in exactly. our community. Right, right. It's just the it's media yeah. never allows yeah. Yeah. that yeah. coverage yeah. to make the headline news. It's not at 10 o'clock news. What's on 10 o'clock news in St. Louis? This black kid right. got shot or... Another shooting Shoot on North Side. Yeah. <laughs> if it don't bleed, it don't <laughs> leave. <laughs> you know? For real, I mean, like, like crime don't happen out in Jefferson County or something. Right. Well, that's the true. Meth, the biggest meth lab out there, you know what I'm saying, in Missouri. So, but you don't talk about that. So that's where there's false teaching and it's fake, fake. It's it, so crazy, and I need not even yeah, to cut ahead, you off, ahead, but I was looking at the headline news a couple weeks ago. And they had the chief medical dude for on the administrative for Trump. It's a black guy, bald headed black guy. He said the opioid problem is the biggest problem right now in this country. Exactly. exactly. Like they telling you that they are getting high. Wow. They are getting doped up. Yeah. But yeah, we the criminals. Right. We the murderers. Come on now. Wake yeah. up. Yeah. You say opioid? <laughs> yes. The, yeah, yeah, it's I, the same stuff they prescribe. Yeah, it's that. He's talking about that. Heron, He's talking about heroin. Heron, He's talking yeah. about all of it. 
But damn, they prescribe it, right? So the pharmaceutical companies they make. they prescribe it, they cook it up too. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man. I think people sometimes don't know their self, so that's why they find sometimes the uh satisfaction in false teachings because they want to believe in something that's greater than them when they don't know that sometimes this is the the power is within you. You can you you can you can search for something for so long, man, and still don't get that satisfaction. But then when you see this guy, he he got you on the power of ego trip. He like, oh, let me say, just like when you see them preachers when they be acting like they uh, curing people from crippleness, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's uh, that dude that come on BT? Exactly, Reverend Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one with the water, water the sprinkler right. water. Yeah. I got that sprinkler <laughs> water, and God's gonna save you. Yes, I. Throw that water on you. Shaman, no. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but no, like you saying, yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man, because. People fall victim to it, man, because I feel like the foundation at home wasn't in place to give that person the resources needed to believe in yourself, man. Like, I always try to reiterate with my daughter. Even though you may hear stuff on the news, always do your research because you don't know what... Right. The media, man, they, they play on people's emotions, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They always trying to get, get ratings. It's all about ratings, man. And, and, and like he was saying, like you got to be able to digest these things and take the nutrients. But but going back to that point, like I said, it's like how what what are some of the things that we consider false teaching and false prophet that's misleading our people? Like because like like I mentioned before, if he was talking about the digestive system, how if you've been eating fast food all your life. How are you going to be able to know what's good, for, actually good for your body? Because over time, your body starts adapting to that exactly. food. Right? Exactly. So I, I, I work with a guy. You know this guy. Mm -hmm. All he ate is McDonald's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, he yeah, eat yeah, is yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. And his body's the guy. You, I can't eat McDonald's yeah, like I that because yeah. I, I eat differently. So how are we going to be able to find what's first know what's bad and know that it's bad and then find what's good for us. What are some of the things that's that's keeping us away from that? Or what are these like you said you mentioned the media for example. So what is it about the media and what are they doing uh that's leading us the wrong way? It's a lot, man. Like, you know, remember we was I remember we were talking earlier about all the news they got going on about Donald Trump, yeah. you know. Uh they raided his uh, doctor and took all the medical forms. Oh, he paid such and such. Like, what does this news have to do with real, real life and real world situations? You know what I'm saying? Why is they putting the masses of this? Because it's over sensationalized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they want ratings, dog. Those those companies are, don't give a excuse my friends, but these companies don't give a damn about real life people that living in real life situations because it's it doesn't it doesn't benefit them, man. It's about what can we benefit off of this to make our ratings go up. We want to be the number one uh, television show or the number one uh, cable network, you know. So it's it's crazy to me. Like one of my favorite shows to watch, man, is Vice Land because they talk yeah, about that's a good show. those. That's a good yeah, they talk yeah. about issues that's not even on your regular news or even on CNN. You know what I'm saying? Because they talk, they talk about topics that's affecting people today that you rarely hear about, man. And I and I, I feel like it need to be more news like that. And, and, you know, it'll have our people just messed up, bro. Yeah, and I, I want to interject a second. And, I, you know, I, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, 
I feel that when we look at this history of America, the project, the experiment, Americanism, mm -hmm. right. as they like to call it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we start to look at the dynamics of how the political parties work, right? We would start seeing a trickle down effect. Like it like the politics have had a detrimental effect on who we are as individuals. And a lot of people are like, oh, they don't have anything to do with me. Uh but let's let let let, let, let me just do a quick skim through history. Let's start from Civil War area, okay? So we Ooh. go through Civil War. <laughs> uh -oh. We go through Reconstruction. Then we go through an Industrial Revolution, Revolution right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we go through a period called the Gilded Age. Mm. Like, you had, you seen these prophets, robbing birds. These people made hundreds of millions of billions of dollars, right, during that day. And the concentration of wealth went up. And then we led to... Eventually, you know, years later, we did, went to the Depression in which there was a mass mobilization of, of the workforce to, mm -hmm. to, to, to gain, make more equitable for everybody because everybody wanted their part. And f for me, you know, when I look at history, that point during the Depression is, is a period in which the people who had saw that they might ha lose mm -hmm. and they did everything in their power to prevent us as workers to mobilize against the establishment and that's the fight that's the fight since that point in time and and since you you see a mass influx of marketing and tv and, and you see this culture you see it in music i mean and you see it in legislation they pass the bills the ease for big business and it trickles down to our communities. It trickles down to our schools. Because think about it. If you educate it, if you know and you can read, right, you wouldn't get caught up on sound bites of what Kanye said. You, you will actually listen to what he's trying to say. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, right. You wouldn't just listen to the news and say, oh, they're right. You will fact check the reporter. Mm -hmm. Right? You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you're educated. But we have a lot of people who... Just because they can go on her, they can go on Instagram, they can tweet some, something, I'm a scholar. Right. Or somebody that go on Fox News, he's an expert. <laughs> you know why he an expert? Because nobody else don't know. <laughs> nobody else knows. That's why he an expert. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I think part of that, though, is, become, is because we've become, we were raised to be dependent. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you go back to first grade, you sit down, you listen, the teacher talk. What they mm. say is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you, and then all the way through school, and then even now, you know, you, like I said, you turn on the news, mm -hmm. you know, what's the weather going to be? Bang. Negativity. You know? Yeah, so we've been used to being bird-fed this information, and I think, you know, you, in order to see that change, like you're saying with the uh, dude that he McDonald's, you, you really have to, to implement change, you have to become uncomfortable. And maybe with what Kanye has done, it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? What he's doing is uncomfortable, and it's making people think outside of the box. Because yeah. when you think outside the box, you realize there is no box. box. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, make, yeah, Mike C. dropping that knowledge. Keep <laughs> dropping going, the man. Keep going. Dropping them jewels. <laughs> so I, so I definitely think that that's needed. And then also, we need our 300, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you need your team that's going to step out and say, you know what, wake up. You know, because, you know, when you, my thing is, when you awaken by the truth, it's hard to go back to sleep. You mm. know what I'm saying? So the brothers that's woke, 
you know, it's a bunch of people sleep. And like when you go in a dark room and everybody in their sleep, you hit that light, they blinded by that light, like, oh, hit the, cut the lights off, mm. cut the lights off. So I think that, you know, we're going to have to have our guys to come in the room, cut them lights on, and it's going to be uncomfortable doing it because but, you're going to get stone stone. Man, rich. but to your point, it's too, it's some people that's too woke. Yeah. It's <laughs> too woke. Though? I mean, I've I heard mean, that before. I want to know what I mean, to woke? me, too, too woke is talk. You walking around with four or five African medallions talking about you going to Africa. That's too woke. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's be real. That's too. You ain't. You, I, hold on. Look, I'm trying not to. I know I'm gonna have kids listening to me, so I'm trying to keep my words. God forgive me. But you know, it's them people that's all them Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, just, they, they, I'm just. I'm just. Look, bro. They, they ain't really no disrespect, but but they go overboard. It's a way you can yeah. respectfully do it. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then you got that sect. You got these people who call themselves five percenters. Oh, <laughs> you know, you got. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, but you got these these different factions, and they they know more than this one. Yeah, this yeah. one know more than that one. They right. tell us we sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And they tell us we don't need to be working for the white man. This is what they tell us, but yet they go work for the white man. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. They talk about go back to Africa, but they pay rent. They on a year lease. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You ain't going to Africa soon. <laughs> See, that's where the false teachings come in because literally talking about going back to Africa, you might as well stay here in America because <laughs> Africa not ran by Africans. And like Malcolm X once said, you know, we got to go back to Africa mentally. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I think even people in Africa not in Africa because they've been colonized. You know what I'm saying? Mm. France got 13 countries colonized. You know what I'm saying? Britain got South Africa. You know what I'm saying? So Africa really ain't ran by African people. So my thing is, you know, more along with Garvey message, you know, in the sense of creating something globally for African people. You know what I'm saying? And then trying to build... And doing what's for the greater good. He said God. Hold on, but but is Head that Africanism? But but think about but think about it. Think about it. Is that even fair to accomplish? Cause we in a capitalist system. A capitalist right. system is about it don't matter what color you are, it's about money. That's what it's right. about in capitalism, money and power. So yeah. is that even realistic to have a society in which, okay, we only gonna support black when nah. we capitalist? Well, my thing is it's not about Excluding yourself from the table. Okay. It's about sitting at the table when you got how the Jewish people sitting at the table, the Asians sitting at the table. Go okay. down on Olive. You know what I'm saying? Go down on Olive. Yeah. Bosnians sitting yeah. at the table. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can you can be you can do business with them. You know, my thing is we got to stop being doing business under them. Okay. We need to do okay. business alongside okay. of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let's okay. create our platform like yeah. we at this table too. What's up? Okay. You know Black what I'm Wall Street. If okay. Don't you know just about talk it. about the big round table. You just talk about sitting down at the big round table yeah. with them. You ain't yeah. talking because we just like we at the table. We looking at it from the right. sidelines, like yeah. like that little chick. Hey, I want some. I want some. Right. We like the little dogs. Her, you get the leftovers. Yeah. You know. But that, you know what? The crazy thing is. Me and Dub Azee, we was just talking about this, is the African-American community. Yeah. We, we, we the ones who give the money to these corporations, and we ain't got nothing to show for it, man. Mm -hmm. And like he said, we have to have a plateau to where we have our own, man. It's, it's not about segregation. It's about owning your own, man. And but so my thing that come to my mind is, and I'm playing devil's advocate on this. My thing that come to my mind is though there are poor whites who feel like they want more stake in this as well. 
poor whites, like for instance, in the Appalachian Mountains or you know somewhere rural in California and or in the boot hills of Missouri, you know they feel like they won't stake as well. And they feel like maybe y'all just complaining. You know what I'm saying? It's all fine and dandy, but their opportunities are a little, little more limitless than, than African American in those same communities, probably. Do you because, feel? Why do you feel like that? Because I feel like they are in, they're not in a position to. Uh, well, let me just say this: the the systems that are in place, as far as I'm, I'm talking about racism, <laughs> racism, <laughs> a systematically thing. Now, black people can be prejudiced. But I'm talking about racism. There are systems in place that'll keep you from getting into certain positions that you know white people that are allowed to do what they able to do, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that, oh, we just can't do nothing, but you have to be strategic about how you tackle this issue because you you make too much noise. You see what they did to Kanye West? Let me give you about seven of these opioids, man. <laughs> you see when he was trying to get into the to the design, right? Right when he was trying to get into the design uh, thing, you know, he went off on Sway. Sway, you ain't got the answers. <laughs> he was mad, man. He yeah. couldn't get into couldn't the get designer in. world, man. They wouldn't let him. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, you need to take these opioids. Go, I mean, opioids, and go to the hospital, dog. That's what you need to do because you're yeah. thinking crazy. We let you be an entertainer and get all this money. Mm. You better be glad you got that money because most black people don't get that money, dog. Shut up. Yeah. And what happened? You know what? Just listening to you talking made me think like the, the very thing that we, uh, you know, that we kind of hard on our, ourselves as being black about is the same thing that other races face too because ultimately the same things that are influencing us are influencing them in a negative way as well. You understand what I'm saying? So they have a jaded view of the world because they've been conditioned just like we've been conditioned. Mm. And a lot of people don't take the time to do the research. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, listen, I've experienced with white people when I tell them I live uh, in North County or Quasi North County. Oh, it's bad out there. Oh, I don't want to go out that way. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of killing or whatever. But you just don't know. When you come to my neighborhood, like, oh, it's a nice, nice community. Yeah, I, I I live in a multiracial well, community. That a lot at North City too. <laughs> right about North City, right. St. But, Louis. Oh my God! Like I heard a comment. A white guy was like, "You gonna take you to North City, St. Louis? Like, what makes you think all of is bad, man? Like, just because of the news you heard? You know, I, it's people out here that won't even." They won't even come to the city because they think, oh, my God, they're going to rob me. They're right. going to shoot me. They're going to kill me. Like, what makes you think it's Iraq in, 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 in the city and people's living here? There's people that's been living here for the longest, man. It's it's actually, it's nice places in the city, though. It's nice places it in is. North City. It is. In North City, too. Yeah. yeah it's nice so, communities, yeah. I, that, that, that stuff pisses me off. But, I mean, I understand what you're saying as far as, uh, you know, like, we, we are, I mean, it does have us conditioned. I mean, it kind of goes back to the uh, state of like, you know, with the Woody Lynch. When he had us, you know, thinking that, oh, see, like, like the paper bag, the brown paper bag. Oh, okay, if you this color, you you good. But if you darker than this, you less than, you know, colorism. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I mean, I don't mean to get off the point. That's a different Nah, you're subject. on the point. Nah, but you're I, on the point. But I'm just saying, like, when we try to rise, instance, Black Wall Street, America found a way to make sure they didn't stay prominent. That's the only time where America has bombed their own land just because 
of Black Wall Street, bro. Like that's crazy to me. You can't tell me that's not systematic. But how you get how you get planes, bro, to throw bombs on businesses yeah. because these are owned by African Americans, dog? That's just crazy to me, dog. And that's why I say you have to be strategic, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we come from that crab in the burrow mentality. Man, he finna he finna make all the money, man. Forget him, man. He a buster, dog. But that's that. But the crab in the barrel mentality comes from the culture itself. Americanism is built on a crab in the barrel mentality. You know, if you go back and you look, this okay. When these people set up this constitution, yeah, it was about liberty. But you know what's most important? <laughs> how they gonna protect their property. property? Yeah. Point blank period they, These people don't want Look it's about property And it's about not letting This small few people Try to take what we already have And that's been a constant theme Throughout this country That's been a constant thing It's about preserving Their money Crabbing a belt You not I'm finna pull you down No you gonna stay yeah. down I'm gonna stay with this bucket Y'all gonna keep fighting Each other over race Y'all gonna fight over religion Y'all gonna fight over sex Y'all gonna fight over Skin color I said that already But yes, I'm gonna say did. it again Cause yes, it's an emphasis Y'all gonna fight over If his shoe bigger than yours Y'all gonna <laughs> shoot each other Over dog size That's happened That has happened in St. Louis they didn't happen. So Sound like you going Towards classism <laughs> Talk about the rich the uh, working class and then the poor. And right now, the working class are the ones, I mean, they the ones that they trying to eliminate. That, and that, that 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 is my point. That is where we are fighting at. We're fighting on levels where we're supposed to be coming together. Exactly. Whites, blacks, Asians, Hispanics, uh, you know, Eastern Europeans, everybody, we should, the working class needs to come together and figure out ideas how we can Implode the system from inside because we already here. <laughs> from inside, we can't we can't put our faith in these musicians because they're about uh, collecting uh, the check. Yeah, but, but look, 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 yeah. look. Before we get, we gonna take a break <laughs> because I know that's finna get. I see that look on your face and I see that look yeah. on your face. Yeah, it's gonna get busy. So we gonna take a break right here. <laughs> Yo, the track you listening to right now was produced by St. Louis's own DJ Joe Lewis. Go check him out at IG at JGE Joe and at SoundCloud at JGE Joe. Oh, and we back, y'all. We on Dropping Jews, man. And we was getting into this whole thing about entertainers in the entertainment industry. And how fitting... That we have entertainer in the building. Hey, that was that was a perfect. <laughs> that was a perfect segue. I appreciate it. I go by the name of Dub ladies and gentlemen. Indeed, I appreciate y'all having me here, dropping these jewels. Man, you a permanent special guest. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I dip in every now and then. <laughs> when the, when the, when the conversation get too good, I got. <laughs> I got to dip in and put my two cents. Just two of them. Just two of them. Go ahead and reiterate what we talking about, Meech. Tell them what we talking about. So, you know, what came to my mind is we was talking about the music industry. Like, I know we talked about the media already, you know what I'm saying, and how much it's influencing us. But, you know, I know music plays, like, a very large, important role in who we are as individuals. Like, you know, I've been around people 
who that's all they do. They come over to the house, they listen to music. Mm-hmm. Like in their car, they listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know, I when I me and my potters we used to uh take road trips, we'll be freestyling, can't rap for nothing, but just having fun. So yeah, right, you right. know, we got dubs in here, and I just want to know his <laughs> opinion about how he feel about do you feel that music has been leading a lot of us astray? Well, I gotta I, I can come from two sides because me being an artist. I understand uh, a musician coming from a place of passion or just doing what they love to do. Right. Okay. Now, it's those who are doing things that they're not really passionate about. Those are the ones that I have a problem with. You know, those are the quote-unquote false prophets. Right. You know, because all they're doing is just mimicking what your favorite rapper is doing right. and they just doing that to make money. So doing it in that vein... Yes, they're doing a disservice to all of our people when they're when they're not being authentic. Because a lot of times, the authenticity might be the motivation for someone to think freer or someone mm. to think outside the box or whatnot. But if they see regurgitation of the same shit, then subconsciously they're gonna start thinking, well, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be because. All of my favorite rappers that's on the radio right now are doing the same shit. Now they're popping pills, mm. Xanax, and right, you know right. what I'm saying, Oxycontin and all that shit. Mm. So, yeah, when it's people that's just regurgitating the same bullshit, then yeah, they doing. I feel they doing it. Well, you know what? I <clears throat> just to kind of add chime in a little bit. I feel that like. Like, even you recording us right now, you recording our frequency, right? Mm, right. Our frequency carry an energy and a vibration, yeah. right? right? Just on that simple level. I ain't even got to be a scientist to know that. I just know that. Like, I get around people, I feel their energy, right. good right. or bad or indifferent. So, how I feel is that a lot of these artists, they get in these studios, they deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. They deal with depression. Mm-hmm. They deal with neglect. Mm. They deal with abandonment. Yeah. They deal yeah. with heartbreak. Yeah. They deal with not having a mom, not having a dad, dad yeah. not having a relationship with their brother, not having friends, being lonely. And and when they go into these recording studios, their words is just a conduit for that, their energy, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when when you hear that music and you on that same frequency, you feel, or if you're on that same high, you feel that pain. Right. Right? right, so all these people, most of the time, in my opinion, is they're dealing with a lot of stuff, and they channel it in the booth and their outlet, not knowing that someone who's not on that frequency, who might have good energy, is slowly and slowly breaking them down. That's just my opinion. Well, this is my question because <laughs> you you going right to the point. How how much of a control would you say music has on a person? Um. You know, what, I, what I'm saying by that is, you know, if, let's just say if you are rooted, you know, you come from a good background, and let's just say you hear some kind of music, how much of a control do you think it has on a person in order them to behave a certain way? I think it, it depends. Uh, I think, be honest with you, I think music, for one, rap music, I'm going to just, you know, say, I, I think it's it's more detrimental to black people mm. because, you know, we lack culture. You know, right now we live, and I feel this synthetic culture, a culture that's been made up 
and just put together. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we've come to embrace it. You know, uh, you got a lot of cats like oh, I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like and that, that's overrated. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's you know that's crazy. You know, you got chicks. Oh, I'm a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like and we we endorsing this. You know. Versus you may have, you know, an Asian kid or a Jewish kid, you know, when they in the car with their friends, oh, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. But then yet go to the Jewish synagogue or wherever they worship, Gucci gang cut off. Mm. You know, the Asian kid, he go have Sunday dinner with his family. The Gucci gang, you know, Gucci gang cut off. Mm-hmm. But us, that's the soundtrack to our life. But just a question you know? on what you were saying, though, because it made me think, like, do you think, that when they in that setting saying Gucci man, Gucci man, do you think that it's condescending on the black culture, or do you think they the really feel it? No, I think they, I think they just feel it. Okay, I, I think okay. they like the music. Okay, you know okay. because just, because throughout history they've always liked what black people have. Okay, initially, you know what I'm saying yeah. the 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 I know I know you and I know you said that we don't have any culture. Right. I, I I agree to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think we have culture. We create culture, then it gets yeah. stolen, <laughs> I agree. and then it gets yes, repackaged, right. and then regurgitated yeah. as if it was given Agreed. from the other yeah. side initially. Yeah. Agree, and, and so and we just keep we just how we are. We yeah. just keep it moving. We right, okay. Right. We'll go on to the next thing. And, and come up I, with something else. Yeah, and that's why I, I, I said it was like a synthetic. Yeah. Culture, you know, it's because you know it's it's kind of like synthetic weed, the K two. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. mimicking the original, and I think that uh, you know, just with us, it's kind of like you ever seen like a dog in a yard. You know what I'm saying? And it's locked down to the little, you know, a stake in the yard. You know, and the you know you might be walking down the street, the dog come at you, but it's on that chain in the yard, so it's gonna pull it back. Right. Mm-hmm. Black people, I feel like having a synthetic culture, we a dog without that chain. We're going to run out the yard, up the street. You know, so we may come back home eventually, but I feel like your culture is what keeps you tied down to your roots. And I think that's why other well, groups can partake in that. They can come, you know, dance and whatever. But then at the end of the day, they're like, all right, time to grow up, get serious. And yet we still stuck in that phase. And I think that's why, I mean, even overlapping, you know, I love our people. But you see a lot of brothers <laughs> in their 30s, 40s that ain't got it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, same I, thing yeah. with the women. You know, I feel like, man, our culture right now, us as a, as a people right now, like, we're going to make a make or break point. It's, it's a major point, you know. <clears throat> but like I said, as I said before, and I've told you this, Mike, and I've probably told you this, McKay, I do feel like even though it appears that we're in a make or break, we have pushed further financially, economically than any other part of history. Just, just hear me out. It, okay. Within American history because, you know, 1960s, I don't even know how many African-American millionaires that we had. Right. Today, we have plenty, even though they're in a, a lot of them in a profession of entertainment, but there are some that's not as well. And we have to look at that because as people gain more money, mm-hmm. that wealth is going to be passed on to their children. And right, their children... Right. Or eventually, if especially if you're teaching the right, like Jay Z and Beyonce, prime example, it seems like they're teaching their children mm. about us, right? Yeah. And hope and hopes that eventually 
they're not only going to pass some of their money off to our community, but they're going to pass it off to their daughter. And their daughter is probably growing up in that is eventually going to pass it on to her community right. and then right. pass it on to their... And it, it eventually is going to create a dynamic in which you're going to have more and more of us there. It's just what we see on a small scale sample right. is a lot of us. But yeah. it's going to take... a years it might be 100 yeah. 200 years yeah. down the road but things are changing and i and i and i agree the only thing in that though and and tying it back into the music if you look at the late 90s in the early 2000s what kind of clothing was you wearing Baggy. fubu yeah. it was black it was black on yeah, black, black, black on, on. Yeah, yeah it was black, black on, on. Yeah. now you know it's at a point like you said we have a lot of black millionaires and yes, they're going to trickle that money down, but I feel like the more you have black millionaires, it's going to be even more white or, you know, other multi-millionaires and okay. millionaires because of where we're spending our dollars. Yeah, we're making millions, but where is the money going? I think we, we still need to create sort of a chain, you know, to where we can spend our money with us. You know, right? a, a black Wall Street, yeah, like yeah, you were saying. Street, and, yes, and you had, yeah. and Mikhail, you had made mention of a conversation that we had earlier um, and I was saying that us, the, the the black population, we're supposedly the minority in the country as far as percentage-wise. Right. However, we make up 95% of the money that's being made in this country. If you think about that, mm -hmm. we could take our own resources if we just stop if we just stop for two weeks and didn't consume anything yeah. purchase anything and just focus all of that resource everybody took their paychecks <laughs> and just focus all those resources on key points in key key areas across this country to to lay the groundwork to start building those communities yeah. like we y'all was talking about Kanye too Kanye, and I didn't watch the whole interview, but he made a comment in the beginning of the interview that he was afraid to bring uh, the cameras and stuff to his office on the 300 acres of land that he's has that he's building a community. In. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. See, that's the type of shit yeah. that people need to start doing and you may mention of that right. Jay-Z and Beyonce teaching their daughters about generational wealth and yeah. it's trickling it down and things like that that's actually what these rappers need to do as right. opposed to going out and making continuing mean, to make everybody <laughs> rich right. your Louis Vuittons your Gucci your Hermes yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. all that yeah. shit instead of doing that pull your resources together and circulate it within us we we done had that conversation yeah, we many had that, yeah, numerous times. times because if we have that much economical power that's where the power is right is hey, economics yeah that's a crazy stat you said man when you said 90 95 percent that's crazy to me 90 95 percent it, it is matter of fact and, and i want everyone to fact check <laughs> i want y'all to fact that. check i don't want you thinking just on uh, dropping uh, jewels you know they be having special right. guests that be talking Tell that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i want y'all to fact check oh, for yourself but do y'all think it's a it's, it's a control factor in the entertainment world to of course work? of course yeah. corporate interests corporations and that's what happened with rap i mean yeah. you had Companies are going to go where the money at. They're going to go where the consumer is. And if they can profit off of it, just like now, you know, they, they're, they, they're powerful, but 
as artists are be become increasingly becoming more and more visible through social media, it's no need for a corporation. Nope. Right. Why would I get a record deal when I, I have seven million followers yeah. already? Right. What's the purpose? Yeah. When I can just upload it on iTunes and, and directly give it to my fans. Like, I don't need you. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're right, corporations uh, have done a hack job on yeah, they the they, they control they control the entertainment industry, man. I mean, you could just hear it in Kanye's uh, interview. The man said he was on opioid opioids, man. He said he left the hospital. He was taking two at one, went back because he stopped taking them. Then they said you on seven. Like what, what? What? I mean, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, and you. But you know what? My problem also is that you know it's about accountability, That's individual true. accountability, That's true. like. A lot of, I feel like a lot of people sell their souls for a check. Woo! They sell their integrity for a check. Yeah. What happened to moral value and principles? Oh, you found them now that you got a million dollars. Oh, now you want to give back to the community. The same community where you destroying with the lyrics in your music. Right. Mm. Point blank, period. Like, I hate when rappers say, I'm a reporter. But how many lives are you affecting? Mm -hmm. You one that made it out of. How many other people want to rap? That's right. getting drunk to your music. That's getting high to your music. Who's who popping pills to your music and killing other brothers and sisters? But yet you're a reporter. That's what goes on in the news. No, it goes on in the news. But also, I remember them times I used to be in the spot like it. Peace up, eight town down came on. <laughs> People was ready to bang. Hey, right, right, hey, right, right. You better I make bet it to your car out that parking lot, man. For real, because everybody was everybody was just ready. it took people to another, another level. level. Certain yeah. songs just took people just like you go to a strip club. Certain songs come right. on. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Hey, you liable yeah. to stick the head in. <laughs> It'd be like, fuck it. Yeah. Well, do you believe in evolution of a person, though? Because, like, certain certain artists has came out on the Kronk uh, music. Yeah, that's true. And then they have made a conscious I change. I agree with you. They do evolve. Where, yeah. So, I mean, I think it depends on the mental state, man. Like you said, if the people are willing to sell their souls for the, for, the, for the money, then what value do they really have? Though? Going back to the point about fast food, if, if you are an artist and you was, like, like he said, if you eating bad food, yeah, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. if, you eating, if you making bad lyrics and that's all you knew, I can't really fault that individual because they didn't know no better. I'm talking about the people <laughs> who fully well knew better, but yet they seen a check. They seen dollar signs, yep. and they yep. used that to manipulate the masses. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're getting into when you become an entertainer. Mm -hmm. I hate when they get complained when fans hate on them and stuff. You know what you're getting into. know what you're getting into, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. lifestyle. The Deal territory. with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You say they hating on you. Yeah, I be hating too. I'm living miserable. <laughs> I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I got $20 in my bank account, and your ass rich because you can't rap. <laughs> you can't rap, but you rich. I'm hating. Let's be real. Let's be realistic about it. I'm a hate all day. Right, you right, have right, no right. talent. Right. But you famous. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that's that's what gets me, man. Like it come me. with the territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that that that's why, and I've expressed to y'all before, like I'm not hard pressed on trying to get on the radio, be on the war shows, be all on the magazines, because I know at the end of the day, as long as I stay true to myself and what I do, what I need, I will get. No, no more, no less. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't look like, don't think like that. And once they get a taste of what that money brings access to, 
And then they start getting that, oh, I might have a little juice. I got a little power now. You know, that shit becomes addicting. Goes back to that ego. And speaking of Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what happened happened with him. He got to that point where he felt like, oh, shit, I'm big. I'm I'm God. So I can do whatever I want. And some people... Unfortunately, of the other race, <laughs> had to let him know that it that shit don't work like this. You need to sit your ass down. Yeah, but but to his point, what Meech was saying though, Dub, you don't when you rap, you don't rap about. I done shot twenty niggas. Well, or no, something. yeah, I'm not going to talk or, about that. Nigga, I done sold pounds and shit, yeah. or uh. I got all these calls. I sell pounds. I sold ounces. But I don't talk about it. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. But though, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no point. But that's, that's the, not what but I that's do the thing out right now. You know what I'm saying, nigga? I'm popping pills. I shot this nigga the other right. day. Nigga, right. I, you know, I walk around two bands on me and nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's crazy, like he said, because people will follow anything, dog. But I feel like all that is possible because the foundation at home it's not. It's not present, man. Man, yeah. and it's, I mean, I, and I'm not talking about in your house. I'm talking about in our communities, dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. even beyond that, man, I always use the analogy of Jesus walking on water. Right? I don't know if it's <laughs> biblical, but no, because it takes me to like Jesus walking on water. What does the water represent, right? What do water do? It's waves, all type yeah. of stuff. It's representing you going through whatever you got to go through, but you got mm-hmm. faith in yourself. The minute Peter says, Simon, you can do this, Simon <laughs> couldn't walk. He starts sinking. Yeah. Why? Because he wanted to watch Jesus do it. He wanted to put his faith in Jesus, but when it came to himself, he didn't have faith in himself. And that's what a lot of people doing in society. They putting their faith in another man when they don't even trust or believe in themselves. Yeah. When I look at these entertainers today, it shows, to me, they so insecure. Why do you yeah. want to be celebrity? Why do you want to be well-known? Why do you want to be rich? Right, right. And then right. once they get there... It's bad. Right. Because they, they don't realize monetary value doesn't equate to happiness. Yes. Right. Or a good quality of life. I've yes. learned that it's the people around you, for me, just as me personally, the people around me is what enriches my life. Now, anything that I can do for those people around me, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you need monetary for a lot of the stuff in this world. Mm -hmm. But as long as that foundation is fine, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. As long as I got my family, my friends, the people that's vibing on the same frequency. Mm -hmm. And that's what increases your quality of life. People start chasing that money. And then when they get to the top after doing all sorts of shit just to get up right. there. They look around, they realize, damn, I'm by myself. Yeah. You know, I ain't really got, I got people around me that's just around me for the right. shit that I have right. Right. or what I can do and what I can offer. Right. You exactly. know? Exactly. So. In high school, I really didn't listen to a lot of rap. You know, I listened to, I was on my key swear R&B. Uh, like, <laughs> I used to make it last in oh, the 11th grade. Make it last forever. <laughs> you know, that used, used to play in nobody, baby. <laughs> you already know. So as I got older, though, I started listening to more and more rap music. Mm-hmm. And my mood did, I did like 
mentally I would be had his ego a little, little edge about me because when a certain song come on and I would repeat the lyrics, I take upon that energy. I'd be yeah. like, duh, 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 yeah, hey, hey, I'm flying a son of a gun, son of a stunner. Yep. Like I used to feel like yeah. I was Lil Wayne. Hey, Cats yeah. used to really think they had the dreads, wore the baggy right. little yeah. camo, yeah. all that. Like yeah. I thought I was that. And it wasn't until I started maturing. Now I can listen to rap music because I can I can separate. separate yeah, the, yeah. At one point in time, yeah, I could not could. separate. But now you you have to have a, a mature mindset to listen to music today. Well, that that kind of go back to what Mike has said yeah. earlier yeah. when you asked, does it have like how does it affect people? Yeah. And it, it it do truly de- depend on your mindset. Yeah, exactly. Because you have you have ki- and you have kids that are more aware, or more conscious, exactly. or more grounded than others mm-hmm. that can listen to that type of stuff and still go back to their everyday lives. You know, e- even black kids. There are some black kids that can do yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think I was one of those because I listened to a lot of different music. Dre, Snoop, mm-hmm. you know, Biggie. You know what I'm saying Came out So I was listening To some gutter shit Tupac I was listening To gutter shit Yeah But I knew How to decipher You know what I'm saying yeah, I knew yeah. that Okay I, I don't live, I don't like, live this like, shit right, So I'm but, not yeah. And I'm not finna Try this shit <laughs> Damn he's you know spitting though saying? Bro he's yeah. Spitting, yeah I like the music <laughs> But you do have Some kids And you have some And not just kids Probably some adults well, too adult. oh, Where definitely. the shit Is impressionable Man, I you got know. in an argument with a dude talking about Gucci, man. He gonna tell me a Gucci. grown man? Yeah, talking about Gucci, man, a realest cat out he here. Was, oh, <laughs> was he old enough to drink? Uh, yeah. He was old Dang. enough to drink. Yeah, man, Gucci about that life, man. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, okay. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I've 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 vibed to some Gucci every every now and again. I will. I won't. I won't. I won't. Is stunt. it Gucci? Or is it the beat? <laughs> the beats be nice but you, know, you know what you know. Now, now, now Gucci I ain't gonna say hustle, He's though. the most lyrical yeah, yeah, Every song yeah. He has some gems yeah. Every blue moon Yeah he do, he do. But Especially since he been out of jail He turned yeah, his life yeah. around Yeah even, like, even before Even before He yeah. he had a couple gems But you know But I still vibe I still vibe to Gucci But yeah. I, I, I know how to Like you said Know how to separate Yeah you yeah. gotta decipher so, What you listen to And, and, and I think it, it just Hit me upside the head with this conversation. Uh, reflecting back to the shop earlier, we was talking about black people selling black people. Hold Africa. on one second, Mike's got a barber shop. Just yeah. By the way. oh yeah, he all cuts. cuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. He got a plug on. You yeah, need a fade. Yeah. I'm right. sorry, right. Mike. I just had right. to throw yeah. that in right. the gym too. All cuts in. <laughs> he got right. a gym. Right. infinite results. Right. 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 Your hair and your waistline. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. But we was having a conversation at the shop earlier, and a lot of cats say that black people sold black people out. And I say that's something that you got to dissect. Now, fast forward to right now, when we talking about this rap conversation, and I look at it like, you know, let's say you got a record exec at a table, and you got a young artist at the table. And it's like, what, you know, they may have the same goal, but two different agendas. Yeah. Yep. And right. what drives those agendas is agendas is the motives. Mm-hmm. The record exec, his motive, and kind of in the politics which you were saying earlier, corporate interest and political interest, mm-hmm. he may be like, okay, I got this young cat from the gutter. 
He gonna keep rapping about gutter, gutter stuff. stuff. Keep yeah. getting cast no, locked no, up. No, no, no. They don't say gutter. They say from the ghetto. From the ghetto. Okay. From the streets. From the urban areas. <laughs> urban. You know. It's hot right, right now. And, and right, he gonna, right. gonna keep rapping about these, you know, these dumbed down lyrics. And it's gonna keep motivating guys to get locked up. Versus the guy, the young artist, he living in the gutter. He's living in the hood. So his right. mindset is the money. I gotta make it out the hood. I'm tired of sleeping with the roaches and the rats. So in turn, it's like, he doesn't see the bigger picture and don't realize at this point he's almost like a slave catcher. Mm. And what I mean mm. by that, because mm. yeah, just like good. back in the day, they used us to come capture it. They couldn't, they, they couldn't catch LeBron James running around trying to, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't catch you, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's they used us to catch us, that's and that's what's one. going on now, man. Mm. When you go to these jails and understand that they private on. Yeah. Out here, I wanted to go see Ooh. my cousin in Bonterre. They got like 3,000 inmates, and I believe they get 30,000 annually per inmate. Mm. And it's private owned. And how yeah. much do they get? Exactly. Yeah. The inmates change? Uh, if anything. If that. Yeah. If anything. They have to pay. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, not only that, they, they have a lot of these jails in rural areas because it adds to the population of the town. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's so much game in that. Oh, wow. And cats ain't thinking about that when they're in the studio. And they writing these records, <laughs> you know, and that's why it just shows, you know, money is important, but above money, influence is more important. Mm, yeah. Influence yeah. is more important influence, than money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because right now we're not listening. When we turn on the radio, we don't hear the record executive making $100 million. We hear the influential artist making $100,000. Yeah, supposedly making a hundred. Right, right. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> Let's yeah. put those quotation marks. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. I just right, want right. to throw that out because they might be getting, they might be making what we making, and right, they right. look like they living right. good. Right, like the ball chains and you know the ball ice, you know, and all that, you know. So, I like that man, the slave catcher, man. Yeah, I yeah. mean. That's now, crazy. Now speaking of slave. Catchers. Oh <laughs> God, come on. Don't do it, though. Don't I mean, do I don't want to hold y'all too much longer. Nah, y'all gotta hey, get out of go. okay, get in. And this just goes back to what Kanye West was saying. <laughs> oh. He made a comment that slavery was a choice. And mm. I don't know if y'all touched on this no, we no, we in the first on. segment. No, no, we haven't. No, no. No. But he said slavery was a choice. And uh, one of the guys at TMZ, because that was the interview, uh, it was at where he said it, one of the black guys got offended. Mm -hmm. So they had an exchange, you know, which I think was actually a pretty good It was a pretty good dialogue, you know. And I started thinking about it. People started jumping down Kanye's throat for making that, making that statement. So I started thinking about it. And if you compare the numbers... Of our population versus those who were enslaving us, yeah, we did, outnumbered them. Yeah, what did you have? You had the slave master, and then you had the. Uh... I would probably say to every five to ten slaves, there were probably one person mm -hmm. to oversee it. I, now I don't know this. Yeah, this, this is just not me facts. Yeah, speculating. Just, it's yeah, not facts, yeah, you know. Just, so y'all can get the yeah, real, real numbers, numbers. Right. but we still either way it go, we outnumbered them. So when he say that it was a choice, I don't think he was saying it in the context that we was yeah. you know we we could have fought off our people that did eventually sell us into slavery. I think he's saying that once we got over here and we realized that damn, it's a bunch of us 
and only a few of them, we could have been like, fuck that. We're not going to be slaves anymore. Mm. But because of tactics, and you mentioned the Willie Lynch theory, or mm. uh, letter, yes. and it was certain tactics that they used to allow fear to keep us in bondage. So when you think about what Kanye said, we had a choice, but it was fear that made us stay in that predicament. Because if any one of us was thrown back with how we think right now and how we know we can dictate our lives and we were thrown back in that same situation and we found out shit we numbered them th- we outnumbered them 3 to 1 none of us would be in slavery long mm-hmm. we'll be in Harlem at the Cotton Club <laughs> setting that shit up we, we'll be setting that shit up back in back in those days yeah. you know what i'm saying so I think too many people looking at the the surface of it. Oh, it was a choice. It was a choice for us to be whipped and chained and held down and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not necessarily saying that part of it, us being kidnapped, us being sold into bondage and us getting over it. I'm talking about after about 150 years, <laughs> we, we having babies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Massive fucking... You know what I'm saying? Our, our women having mixed kids and shit like that. Oh, okay, it, it's starting to become a lot more of us. Yeah. This slavery shit is is getting kind of fucked up. But that also goes to show how powerful psychological conditioning is right, too. Right. But I can't. This, I, I'm be honest. Nah, with he, you. I you, can't fault Kanye. No, nah, you have to be very careful though when you say choice. It was, yeah, it was his delivery. It's a, it's, 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 it's a bad, it's, yeah, it's a it bad word to use yeah, it was, within that context. Because when you think, like you said, because when you think of choice, you think you have the freedom to pick. Even which, though, I, yeah. yeah, I know what he mean. Uh-huh. Like, you can choose, choose not, not to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. We all got choices. Yeah. When you think about it, we yeah. have all choices. It just was using the wrong context. It's yeah, not I the politically deli- correct yeah, thing. Yeah, delivery. Also, also, another thing is, even though we had the numbers, we didn't have the weapons. You know, that's that's another thing we got to add into the mix because at that time, guns, guns weren't really common. You know, we used to yeah. have spears, maybe arrows, you know, weaponry. You know, that that's something that more came came out of Europe. You know, Africans right, wasn't right. shooting each other then and nothing like that. So, um, But can I ask you something, Mike? What's that? <laughs> you know the story of Nat Turner. Oh. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So you think if there were... 1,500 Nat Turners Yeah That that whole situation Wouldn't have turned around Yeah that would have That would have You know what I'm saying But 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 You think I help from the British Yeah cause It would have been hard To mobilize It it, it just would have been So hard Yeah Can't email Can't text There's no way To communicate from Alabama to Mississippi, from Mississippi to Missouri, from right. Missouri. Well, Harriet right. Tubman did have the underground railroad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it was there, so but just, it's just that mobilization of. Are so you talking many, about information, like like yeah. trying to coordinate, coordinate something the whole like that, like, like revolt, like right. yeah, like midnight when yeah. the when the third yeah. full moon. Right. We all yeah, I but you got to also understand too. They were strate- strategic in dividing and conquer. Yeah. That's psychological yeah, yeah, that was that psychological You uh, had the house the house nigga, then you had the field nigga. Right. And when you pin them against each other, that whole 
community that you had, it kind of dissipates because then they become a separate entity. Mm-hmm. And the house, nigga, you, you heard what Malcolm X say, we sick boss. Anything anything yeah. boss wanted him to do, he was going to do. He's going to jump right yeah. to it, man. Yeah. And Go ahead. No, nah, but also just to add on to that, I think that it's something called a, a normalcy bias. Like mm-hmm. we get so used to how everything is that we don't want to change things. Right. You know, right. so you have people in our life, they just comfortable in the position they are because right. right. they just so used to it. And maybe a lot of slaves, like, you know what, I don't want to. People get complacent. They get comfortable with what position they in. They scared to take a risk, man. Oh, man, I, I, yeah. I, I need man, my, my benefits. Fits, I need yeah. my insurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, what say, if. Master yeah. say I ain't, ain't going to find no work and yeah, I got to go up well north gone, and they're they going to slave me up north and they're going to put me in jail and. Right, <laughs> <laughs> man. This topic is just so heavy, man. I, and and we can't fit it all oh, in yeah, one yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, right. For real, we can't. Be six hours of <laughs> right, 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 man. Yeah. But man, we glad y'all could join us on this other oh, episode. Man, man. I, I appreciate you having oh, thanks me. Thanks for man. having me. Oh man, thank y'all for tuning in and dropping juice. Hey, man. Mike, you got something to say before we yeah. get up out of here? Oh man, just you know, once again, thanks for having me. I want to wish you. Everybody, peace and positive energy, and uh, drink more water. You know, hold on, give us a give us a fitness man. tip for the yeah. day. Yeah. Right. That, 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 right. That's I it right it. there. Drink more water, lower your sodium intake. Those are critical. <laughs> Points right there. Those what you tell me today at the shop? You said something that you had me like, "Dang, look at my guy." What you said at the shop? You said something about some nutrients, what I need to eat. I was talking uh, about yams, and you were saying something about. Oh, and I was saying you gotta have balance. You okay, know, you gotta okay. get, you know, you gotta get a, you know, a balanced amount of protein, balanced amount of carbs, the healthy fats. You know, it's all about balance. You know, and I, you know, that's universal. You know, the universe is based on polarity. Balance. Yeah, so <laughs> same thing with your diet. Everything in life is based on balance, from the diet to your, your spending habits. Everything is about balance. You know, okay. so Damn. balance out your diet. Okay. Hey, can we get him to plug his uh, barbershop and stuff, man? Oh uh, yeah, all cuts. Oh uh, yeah, definitely check me out. Uh, all cuts. Uh, that's in Winsville. Also, uh, Infinite Results Fitness in Winsville. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Infinite Results what's Fitness. Your, what's your Facebook? What's your IG? Yeah. IG is Infinite underscore Results underscore Fitness, and then uh, Facebook Infinite Results Fitness. Oh, uh, and also uh, my personal IG MC underscore. D-A underscore Fit Barber. So Damn, MC the Fit Barber. Underscore it all. Right, underscore. <laughs> you I tried to make it all work. It's underscore, got it underscore. Right, right. Well, you know, I appreciate you, brother, man. You know you always. I look up to you, man. You're doing your thing, man. And I, I enjoy these conversations, man. And I love being around powerful brothers, man. And we bring together just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. We're Nikola Tesla when you need him. We're gonna blow this... Cool not to lose balance. To make your bank account accrue and accrue balance. It's all about the yin and the yang. Balance. The key to it is to maintain balance. You gotta keep it cool not to lose balance. To make your bank account accrue and accrue. A part of my life was blue. Now I'm getting green. I finally gotta keep grip on everything. I'm managing all my ends and my assets. Trying to make sure that this figure matched that. Yeah. It don't add up, we'll flip this and add tax uh-huh. I got all 20s and 50s in one stack yeah. And I don't even need an accountant to count mine no. Balancing my books, paying them part-time